Everybody, so glad to have you back here at the Winning Lifestyles Audio Edition Podcast. This is your boy Nick, back at you again with another episode featuring my blog post about how you make a six-figure salary. Well, too bad, you're actually not as rich as you think you are. A lot of people think that the path to becoming richer means making more money. Heck, for the longest time, I kept thinking it was time for me to get a new job that pays me $80,000 a year instead of staying broke on my measly research assistant salary of about $36,000 a year. But when the time came and I was staring at an $80,000 salary position, I didn't take it. Why? Oh, because the more you make, the more old man Sam takes from you. And I'm really glad I learned that early before pulling the trigger. Now, let's say you were smart during undergrad and you decided to do a major that doesn't require you to seek a graduate degree in order to find a job. The most notable one as of 2020 is computer science. So that's right, CompSci folks, you made the right decision if you really like what you're doing. Now, if you can code decently, you'll easily find a job whether you decide to be a freelancer or study hard to pass those stressful technical interviews. And according to Indeed, the average base salary of a software engineer in the US is about 108,741 bucks with about $4,000 cash bonus at the end of the year. And this is really on the low side. Like I have a lot of friends who go off and they're making 150 to $200,000 starting off in the year and their bonuses are like 10 to 20,000. So so we're being really conservative here. Like an entry-level software engineer straight out of school will make about $101,609 plus stock options, bonuses, 401k matching. And if you work for one of those big tech companies and you're gonna get like those free foods, the meals, a comfy chair, a computer, so you don't have to worry about all those extra expenses. But let's just be conservative and say it's about $100,000. Now, of course, I know some cities you'll get paid less and other companies won't give you a 401k match or a stock option or anything. So let's just pick $100,000 to be nice, well-rounded and very, very, very conservative here to make our calculations easy. Now for the 2019 to 2020 tax filing year, if you lived in a booming urban city like New York, you'll be giving away $31,796 of your hundred grand to the IRS. That's right, about 32% of your money never reached your pocket. Now remember, this is a very simplified calculation that can be adjusted with 401k contributions or traditional IRA deductions if you wanted to pull it down, but we'll talk about those in a later post. My biggest point here is that your $100,000 salary in New York really looks closer to about 68,000, which is pretty shocking. I mean, your six-figure salary took a giant haircut. Now let's think of this in terms of time instead. Assuming you work 40 hours per week for 48 weeks and you get four weeks to go to do paid vacation time and all that other stuff, your hourly rate is about $52.08. Now remember, the government just took about $32,000 away. So if we use our hourly rate of $52.08, you just work 610 hours for free to make that 32,000 to give to Uncle Sam that year. Now think of this in terms of weeks. This is about 15 weeks or 3.8 months. That's right, a quarter of your year, you worked for nothing. You never saw a penny of that time that you used to work. So, you know, if you're thinking about it, you just gave up 25% of your year to the government. That's crazy. Now let's assume that this percentage stays true regardless of raises, promotions, and whatever, because, you know, taxes can go up and the more money you make, the higher tax bracket you fall into and cost of living does rise each year. So 
you know, we're still being very conservative here, but the idea is that over that time span from 22 to 65, assuming you get a job right after college when you finish at 22 and you take your golden ticket at 65 to retire, you'll have given away 10.75 years of your life. 10 years of your life. Doesn't that suck? 10 years of your life, you could have been traveling, learning something new, spending time with family. Man, it's just gone out the window that you worked for nothing. You didn't earn a penny for it. Okay, so let's say you're a bit more financially savvy. You did some reading up on all of these retirement accounts and different ways to shield your money. And you heard from your friends and family to max out your contributions to your 401k and a Roth IRA. Well, as of 2019, the maximum contribution to a 401k is about $19,000. And for a Roth, you can contribute $6,000 in a single calendar year. Now, I wanna make a quick, quick, quick note here. The Roth situation works for us because we're under $122,000, which is the modified gross adjusted income in 2019. And if you didn't understand anything we just said, the idea is that you can only contribute to a Roth if you make below a certain amount of money. If you make more than the amount of money, there's other ways around it. And we'll talk about those in future posts, but you get the general drift that if you put more money away, then you kind of can shield it from some of those tax burdens early on. Now, if you're contributing to a normal 401k, you can deduct that 19,000 that we talked about, meaning that you're only giving away $24,000 a year instead of $32,000 a year. And I mean, hey, that's pretty awesome. I get to shield $19,000 and save myself about eight grand in taxes up front. Now, if you're following along on our blog with this specific post, link in the description, what you'll find is that I've created this nice little table with retirement contributions, breaking down how much you're going to take home each month. So assuming you do take a 401k contribution, your salary, instead of being about $100,000 per year, is going to be closer to 81 grand. And after taxes, that means you're bringing home about 56, 57,000. So monthly, that's about $4,700. Assuming very conservative numbers, living in the city of New York with really nice, decently luxurious amenities, a one bedroom apartment is gonna cost you around 2000 bucks and all of your utilities, that's like water, garbage, electricity, internet, that should run you about 200 bucks and renter's insurance, maybe 10 to 15 bucks a month, plus a $40 phone plan and your $116.50 for a monthly Metro Pass as of 2020. And if we took that Roth contribution, remember Roth contributions are after tax. So six grand broken up over 12 months is about $500 a month, you subtract all of those expenses out from your $4,700 monthly take home, you're still left with closer to only about 1900 bucks. So sure, when you turn 65, assuming you did this and you put money away into your 401k, you max it out, you'll have a pretty decent nest egg if the market returns a 6% return as it's been averaging in the last 100 years. And we'll talk about these different retirement numbers in a different post, but what about today? By this logic, you'll have a lot less money to spend on things you actually care about. That 1900 bucks hasn't included things like Christmas gifts, food, going out with friends, buying gifts, traveling. There's all these extra costs that we've got to put aside. And how many years did you give up in the process? Well, over that 43 year period from 22 to 65 of having next to nothing saved to do anything you wanted to do, that's still about 8.7 years of your life given away for free. And we got to 8.7 years now because you're saving about $8,000 
$1,000 from those tax deductions, assuming that everything worked out nicely. And remember from part three of redefining retirement, we found that the average person will live to about 80 years old. So 8.7 years, that's more than 10% of your life. 10 freaking percent that you never got to live because you were trading your time for money and only giving it back to Uncle Sam. And this is before we've even considered any lost opportunity costs from your taxes too. Like all of that money, if you've put it somewhere else and it could generate more money for itself, you could really compound and have a lot more to spend in general. And what I mean by that, those are things like buying real estate, buying stocks, buying a business or a company that you don't really run and it just makes more money for you and you don't have to be there managing it all the time. And I got another section too that talks about how if you break down your monthly expenses without retirement contributions, the number looks a little nicer. So like, let's say that you start off with your 100K salary and we're still working with that number of 68 grand after taxes. So monthly, you're taking home about 5,700. And after all the expenses that we talked about before, you're bringing home about 3,300 bucks. It's not too shabby. I mean, if I could take home an extra three grand each month, I wouldn't be complaining at all. But remember that life is always changing. The world is constantly evolving. And unfortunately, money becomes less and less valuable each year. I mean, every year rent will increase. Renters insurance rates can suddenly skyrocket. Your cell phone plan may randomly be upgraded without you knowing. And I mean this because it happened to us. I literally called them because randomly our bill increased by about 20 bucks. And I was like, what's going on? Apparently they upgraded us to the better plan because it was better for all of us. And I was just not happy. And instead we found a better plan that was even cheaper. But like even small things like dog food, Man, Costco, when Costco raised the price of dog food by two bucks a bag, I was like, you're killing me here. My yearly raise barely covers that extra 60 to $70 for the entire year, including all these other expenses that I gotta pay for. So things add up, even when they're small, they add up. Let's think about it from a more luxurious perspective. Let's say you opted to upgrade your phone to a base model iPhone 11 Pro. So luxurious, right? And that base model iPhone 11 Pro runs you about $9.99. Let's not include any taxes. Let's not include any activation fees, just $9.99. Well, $9.99 is almost half of that three grand that you were taking home leftover monthly. And sure, you can put the iPhone on a payment plan, but what about those other things that we talked about that you live life for, like food? You wanna eat great food, but if you're putting aside a very conservative estimate about $100 on groceries and $100 on restaurants each week, well, if you've been in New York, you know that this is really, really easy to hit. In fact, it's easier to go past that if you're not careful. Well, now you're taking away another 800 bucks from your three grand monthly take home. That's about 25% of what you had left over. And again, this is before considering any lost opportunity costs from your taxes. So the moral of the story is, even if you make a six-figure salary, the government will take a huge chunk of it. But really, they're not just taking your money, they're also taking away your time. Now, don't get me wrong, taxes are not all bad. They pay for a lot of the amenities that we have in life. And I really wanna put that out there, that taxes are not a bad thing. But if you're able to spend about 15 to 30 minutes a day to try and understand how they work, you could be saving thousands and thousands of dollars over the long run. And if you think about this in terms of time, it could be years of your life that's not just randomly given away to anybody. Now in future posts, I'll be exploring how to change the way we look at life so that we can find ways to buy back time, something that we thought was impossible. And trust me, this is all legal. We just need to spend a little bit more time to learn about it. Thanks again for checking out this episode on the Winning Lifestyles Audio Edition podcast. This is Nick Wynn back at you with the idea that we can all build wealth together.